much fun. I heard, I heard. I couldn't go anywhere. I had work. Really? You know, man, once the people who's paying you to do a podcast and a video and a videographer to get videos done, you got some obligations to get done. I right? understand. You they, missed out though. I did. What happened? Then? What, what days? Like, was I heard it was a big party Saturday? Was it or Friday? Yeah, or it was both. Stop playing. I swear. Stop. I saw the part. I saw the. I saw the party where everybody got dressed up for. Mm-hmm. I was that. Was that Friday or Saturday? That was Friday. That was a cabaret. So, so what the, okay, wait. Excuse my ignorance. What the hell is a cabaret? Right quick. Um, uh, I think it's just another. It's just a fancy name for the event because people dress up for it. It's like at a nice place. Because I saw college students who's complaining about eating ramen noodle soup every day <laughs> wearing silk. My niggas. Yeah, people step out for the cabaret, man. Niggas can't. Niggas ain't eating, but they made they damn sure look good over Got there. That outfit though. I saw the Fashion Nova dresses came out. <laughs> okay. Nigga was ready. So yeah. did you go to that one? Yes, I did. How was it? Explain. Tell us how it was. Um, it was pretty cool. It was like it was always every year. Um, the music was straight. Um, people strolling. They did have an open bar, so that was pretty cool. And they had like some snacks and like stuff on the other side. Um, so yeah, it was pretty good. You had to pay to get in. Yes. How much? Well, pre-sale tickets were $10, but if you didn't, when I got there, they were charging $25, 30 to get in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was taxing. That was tax. So what was the party Saturday then? The party Saturday was Lituation Part 2. That sounds uh, That's a terrible name. I really like the name. Man, yeah. Okay, listen. <laughs> that was what they called it, I think, freshman year, so they brought it back Part 2. But um, that was at a new venue in Shepherds. That was pretty cool. So did you go to that one as well? Yes. So, so that one's like a more natural... Yeah, that was kind of like to. a regular party. It was just a different venue, which made okay. it pretty cool. But it was real hot. But that's nice. So, cool. How would you rate homecoming weekend? The week, a homecoming weekend from like a scale of one to ten. Um, I'm gonna give it a eight. But I, if I would have went to the black tailgate, I would give it a ten because I heard the black tailgate was amazing. My bruh, the tail. I didn't go to the tailgate, but like I was walking because. I had to go to shoot shoot an apartment complex, and I was walking past the football stadium. Mm-hmm. That shit was packed. That's what I'm saying. I missed. I was doing homework, unfortunately, but I heard it was so much fun. The pictures look great. Yeah, I, I ain't never seen that much people in front of any CMU building ever. Like, yeah, period. it was crazy. A lot of black alumni came out, and I really hope they continue to do that. Like, have a black tailgate. Oh yeah, I mean, so we can't speak about. Um, homecoming without saying a congratulations to Sydney Reed yes. for being homecoming ambassador. Yes. Congratulations. You know, we all, Black CMU really showed out for that one. Yes. Like, I, that was a lot of unity right there, mm-hmm. bro. Like, I, I, I really appreciate and love love what, what happened. That was so wholesome right there. Yeah, right? everyone definitely showed out for her. I saw so many uh, social media posts about her. Even the mass office sent out an email telling people to go vote for her. It was really great. I mean, she deserved it. She definitely does. She does, she does a lot here on this campus. Mm-hmm. But hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the one, the only, the Culture Report here on CM Life Podcast. I'm your host, Stevenson Altador. Good morning, good evening. I'm sending you to sleep. Damn, I get that all. I fucked it up again. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. If I'm sending you to sleep, I hope you wake up with some whole bunch of joy. I'm here with my co-host. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people since you haven't already. Hey, y'all. This is Davey. <laughs> I missed y'all from last Davey week. Davey was up. Oh, yeah, last week. My, I'm my bad, y'all. I really would like to apologize. Nigga, I had work, bro. I ain't going to. I had it's work It's okay, to do, man. Right? We understand. <laughs> I had work to do. Man, these bills got to get paid. <laughs> Deadlines got to be met. 
niggas is killing me right now, bro. School is not fun right now. I'm gonna tell you that right now. At all. Like, G shit. I've been told by so many people, oh, your senior year is gonna be so amazing, so much fun. Bitch, where? I don't know who told where? you that. Where? My, my, yeah, I don't know. My they mom, lied. They lied. Like where? Hardest. Where? I'm. I'm. Every day I got something co- popping up, something new. Every day I'm like, come on now, dog. I can't get no sleep. I'm waking Man, up at four o'clock in the morning. Me? I'm tired of this shit. But we gotta do a week in review because we missed so much shit last we week. We did. Bro. Like we have a deadbeat father saying he's not a deadbeat father. Ain't that? When have you ever heard a deadbeat father say not say he's a say he's a deadbeat father? Have you ever heard that? <laughs> like, come on now. Ain't no nigga that, that probably would actually admit he's a deadbeat father. Man. Right. But that would happen to Drake. Mm-hmm. Drake's father came out and said, Drake lied about his presence in his life just to sell records. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, first off? I mean, the way it seemed like his dad understood. Like, it, sell, it sells, like, and that's just the honest truth. They know what their relationship is. Um, so, I mean, who are we to really judge? We niggas, I'm a judge anyway. So, <laughs> so first off, I go, you already you already get where I'm going with this. I don't believe this nigga was in in this nigga life for real, for real. Really? I mean, I don't. I mean, come on, like legit. Like I was asking that question playfully, but like, would 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 he actually admit he's a deadbeat father? No, he wouldn't. That's true. He would. No, I haven't met one deadbeat father, and my father's not a deadbeat. Let me get that clear. But I haven't met one deadbeat father who's not gonna say, "No, nah, man, I try. That's I'm a good dad." Like, nigga, no, you not, nigga. You went to Walmart and never came back and shit. You got a whole, you got a whole other family on the other side, my nigga. You talking about you a good father? Come on now. So like, but I get it. The records do sell. That was a, mm-hmm. that was a, actually a huge part of Drake brand mm-hmm. of how like his dad wasn't around. He he had to go to Memphis, Tennessee. <clears throat> Just to see his dad, so you know, I mean, I get it. It's, I get, I can see why his dad is hurt, but like, you ain't had to do that. I mean, Pusha T already destroyed that nigga career. You ain't had to do. LOL. You had to add more damage to that. I mean, come on. Now. <laughs> so we missed. That's why. That's all I had to say on that. I just thought it was funny as shit. Like, damn, we kind, we are kind of think Drake is already faking it, and then his dad came out. And like I said, who is he really going to meet? Yeah, I was a bad father. I left I mean, his mama while he was sick in the hospital. It ain't gonna hurt Drake though. In the end, Drake is Drake. Of course, you know how many white people love Drake here? Man, Drake gonna be straight. Drake, don't nobody care. Drake's had a line. I think it was in on best I ever had when he said, "I can sell a blank disc and still sell like a couple thousand. He could. He will. He can sell a, a blank CD and this shit still gonna sell go platinum." And niggas gonna be like, oh, this is the best Drake song ever. You heard the bar? <laughs> Straight silence. That's like, come on. So, like, that's what I wanted to get into that. Also, um, the BET Awards happened last week. Yes. First off, so I wanna say shout out to Tyler Perry. We also did, we couldn't get into oh, yes. that. Because he opened a black studio. Like, he mm-hmm. bought a, a whole bunch of land and created a, a studio, um, a Hollywood like studio in Atlanta for black creators. That is honestly. Best shit that ever happened. Yeah, that's like, amazing. I truly support that. I truly do. Even though I don't like some of his shows or some of his tired stereotypes he does in his shows. The new sister shows is, is again it's gonna like gonna be trash. But that's another story for another day. Right now you're gonna get your roses and flowers. So <laughs> I really love the idea because now it empowers us black creators, old, young, new, new people who's trying to get into the industry. Um, people who's already cemented themselves in the movie industry. Now we have a place where we can all go to potentially 
and create our own stories and actually help each other out one way or another. Like, I don't mind even being a janitor in that motherfucker or a floor director. Okay. Like, hey, hey, hurry up and get your ass on, on set number three. Like, I, don't, I, I love that shit. How do you feel about that? I think it was a great thing for him to do. Um, I remember him making his speech about saying that he's uh, doing... I can't remember exactly what he said. Basically said that, like, he created the studio on top of a land that was owned by um, slave owners. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, um, I definitely congratulate him for what he's doing and what he continues to do. So, yeah, now back to the BET Awards, Awards, Hip Hop Awards, my bad, where it was aired last night on the 12th. And, you know, it was, there was some, there was some shocking winners. I mean, we have DJ Cali won the Best Producer of the Year Award. And he wanted over the names of, and, and please, London on the track, Metro Boomin, DJ Mustard, Switz Beat, and Tay Keith. He want, DJ Cali beat those five producers for producer of the year. Why? <laughs> How? First off, I even... I, I was going to say something about Swiss Beats, but I forgot he did drop a, a project he executive produced this year, earlier this year. I think it was called Poison. So mm-hmm. I get that. What the fuck DJ Cali do anymore besides we depressed or some shit like that? Like, like, what the fuck he says after that? Like, come on now. He just, this man just talk a lot. He's annoying and showing his tracks. And he had that whole beef where he was number two in Tyler when Tyler had the number one album. What has this nigga done to even be considered producer of the year? I've heard more Take Keith hit records than from... from then more hit records from Tay Keith, produced by Tay Keith, than DJ Khaled. Metro Boomin is like the go-to trap trap producer. You want this man made Metro Boomin made Nav sound sound tolerable. You know how hard it is to make Nav sound like he's good. That shit difficult, my niggas. So like, how? I mean, I don't I don't get that. We also have um, Travis won album of the year, mm-hmm. which he should have won the Grammys. That is true. Because Lord knows Cardi should have won that. Megan Stallion won Hot Ticket Performer of the Year. Cardi did win Hip Hop Video of the Year with Money, which was a really dope video. I ain't gonna front. Mm-hmm. Best collab went to Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus' Old Town Road, which also won Single of the Year. That, that's I think it mainly, it mainly won Single of the Year because of the impact surrounding it in terms of what happened with the country hip hop mm-hmm. Billboard charts. I think that was that's more of a why it won than actually being the record of the year. I still think Sicko Mode had a good chase. I mean, I got tired of the song pretty quick. White people peer play too much. But, <laughs> but, and money, I don't know about money. Big old freak. I can see, I can see pretty, big old freak. Yeah, that was Act up. I can, I can see, I can see those two singles winning it more. But, I mean, like I said, the impact was there that mm-hmm. Old Town Road had. Best new artist went to the baby. Um, he beat it, He won over Little Nas X, Blueface, Megan Stallion, Roddy Rich, and YBN Carday. Best mixtape went to Megan Thee Stallion, Fever. Um, the best feature verse went to J. Cole. Impact track also went to J. Cole, Middle Child. DJ of the year, DJ Khaled didn't even win. This was DJ Mustard. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, okay. Made You Look, best hip-hop style. I don't care about that one. But um, Hustle of the year went to Jay-Z like he does every year. I mean, mm-hmm. at this point, who doesn't win it? So, I mean, those are the list of the award winners. But um, what was your most shocking award winner for that night from, from that list? Shocking, yeah. I would probably go with the Lil Nas X again. Um, the single of the year one, yes, yeah, okay. But I see why it did win because it was it was just so much controversy around it as well, which brought so much attention to it. Um, but I also think Lil Nas X is very likable too, um, especially with him coming out and just 
how goofy he is on social media, I think that all plays a factor into it. Oh, God. look, we we gonna have a, we we gonna have a discussion how he he's actually created a marketing lane for a lot of artists. Like you look at Wale, who also dropped his new album, um, Wild That's Crazy, which the actual name of it, which is a pretty good album. We we're gonna talk about that one next week. But Wale's even doing the same shit that um. Lil Nas X does, and a lot of rappers are doing that now. Just being mean, just being, just memeing shit all the time, memeing themselves. I agree because did you see that tweet from Wale? Um, somebody, I think it was a basketball thing. They stole like his. They used his album cover. Yes. it was ESPN. So he used his album cover okay. to talk about um, with De- Kevin Durant. Was it Kevin? No, because the Knicks, the Nets did um his uh, ambition album. It was um some another team. I forgot. It was Kevin Durant. It was Kevin Durant? Yeah, so they use that one, and they use another one of his other albums. I forgot that one too. Mm-hmm. So like, you can see now he because of the social media impact he's starting to create mm-hmm. that brand names are starting to use his content and his art, and that helps an artist a lot. And I think a lot of artists should take heed to that. So Lil Nas X, I think, yeah, he deserves it. I don't think he had the single of the year because I got tired of the. I didn't listen to the record since like. It came out honestly. Honestly, but like I ain't gonna lie, if it plays, I'm a, I, I'm gonna say it out loud. I got yeah, horses in the back. I ain't gonna front. But like you know, I mean, it was to me, it was it should have been Sicko Moto Shug. That's for me. I think uh-huh. Shug is my the baby is a great fucking record. And um, but so so also we have performances. So what was your favorite performance of that night? My favorite performance of the night was with um, YVN Corday oh, yeah. Corday Anderson Park. Um. I really, honestly, what drew me in, besides, like, obviously the song is really great, I really like the scenery. I'm kind of a scenery person just because of, uh, like, theater and stuff. But, yeah, I love the whole performance about it. Oh, yeah, I mean, that was my favorite performance, too. First off, I love the song. If you haven't heard YBN Cardé album, please check it out. Please check it out. It's a really good album. Um, This is his first album. There's a lot of comparisons to him and J. Cole. I can see why. I mean, it's there. You can see it. But I'm going to let you form your own opinions. It's a really good album. But for that performance, I just love how the chemistry net did not seem forced, mm. especially in that second verse, second verse where they're going back and forth off each other and just playing off what, um, what each other are saying. It didn't look like, oh, damn, we just, yeah, bro, you like that? Yeah, I like that too. Oh, you want to do this? Oh, no, nah, bro, I want to do something. No, it didn't seem like it was... It wasn't anything forced or just boring. It just seemed like they actually was kept. They was in that moment and just mm-hmm. really just like having a conversation. Having fun. And and Anderson Park is like one of the grooviest niggas. Like he literally said, "I got a thick bald bitch. I call her Miss Clean." That's a bar right there. That's a bar. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anybody say. That's a bar. My drip frosty as 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 halls and Listerine. I'm like nigga, what? Come on. He could actually rap for real, for I'm real. Dead. So you know I. That's my favorite performance as well. And then one last thing. What was the other thing we, we, we were going to... Um, what happened last week? Uh, Gina Rodriguez. Oh, that happened last week? No, I'm, that was recent. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. She always in the news for some other shit. I forgot. It was... I think we... All right, so cool. We can get to Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> I mean, I don't give... Honestly, I... Uh, all right. I'm going to let just, you... I'm going to let you have the floor for this one. Me? Yes, yes. Man. Look, look. So, one, what are your opinions on Gina Rodriguez? Honestly, when the video came up, I saw people saying that she's known for being, like, uh, very controversial when it comes to topics like this. But um, I really didn't know too much about her besides her um, the show that she's from. I forgot what it's called. Jane the Virgin? Yes, Jane the Virgin. And um, 
when I saw the video, I don't know. I mean, um, did it make you feel any type of way? It kind of just, I was just like, wow. But it's like, it doesn't surprise me. Like, because then it was a whole another topic about like Mexicans saying like the N word. And, you know, some people be like, you know, Mexicans are people. Like, they could say it. And some people be like, no. So, um, and then her apology, apology was just so ass. Oh. Like, <laughs> bro, that wasn't even a real apology. That's what really I was like, okay, now, now you just irritating because. You know what you did wrong, but I can clearly tell that you don't care and you don't feel like bad about it. Oh no! See, see, Gina Rodriguez is that one person who knows exactly what she's doing at all times. Okay, she's well aware of the action she took. She's well aware what her the reaction she's gonna get because that's just the reaction she wants. She wanted all this to happen. Last time we we heard about it on the news, it was earlier this year, um, in Sway in the Morning, where she had an interview that was that the black community did not like like because she was saying, um, and she had I want to say anti black speech, but it seemed derogatory to the black community, and there's other instances like this as well. And she gave us another an apology. It didn't feel genu- genuine, but her name was buzzing. None, nothing happened to her. What did cancer culture happen? She's still working. She mm-hmm. still stars on her show. She's still getting endorsements. Nothing changed. What happened now? She recorded herself singing a, Fee, a, Fu, a Fiji song that had the N-word in it. She said the N-word. Nigga. All right, cool. She's not black. I just, I, I, I think we need to remember that. She's not black. She's Hispanic. And a lot of the criticism comes from, there's a lot of Lat, Latino, Latina people who don't really claim their blackness. They try to push it away from themselves as a, and make it not part of their identity. And when that happens, when us as black people, when we see that and you say even the N-word or you use certain slang uh, from our culture or just anything that's part of us that makes us black and proud and you disparage us as people, but you take that as an aesthetic look or to please people, we take huge offense to that. And you don't have the right. Like I've seen a lot of people say this. Oh, she's only saying it in a song. Why? Why is this? Why is why, why y'all so sensitive? She said anywhere in the song. Most of these people are Hispanic or white who's saying this, and they need to learn. They're not black. Don't tell us how to fucking feel. If something offends us, you don't get to tell us the people who were offended by what she did that you should not be offended. That has been happening in the U.S. For that shit since slavery, so like you get you don't get to tell us how we feel, you don't get to de- dictate what something make how we how we react. That's not how shit works around here. So I'm more I'm I I'm more agitated with the the conversation surrounding it because it's not getting to the root of the problem that she is a problem. Oh God, she is a problematic woman. But nothing's going to happen to her because she is privileged. She's considered a beautiful woman. And if we're going to be honest, there is pretty privilege. There's such thing as that. Nothing's going to happen. She's still going to have a career. She's still going to make her money. She's still going to be saying the N-word. There was a whole, a whole, I love Twitter because Twitter is better than the FBI at this shit. They pulled up a comedy act of her that was scripted of her saying the N-word. Wow. So, like, it wasn't like. Out of the blue. 
She saw the script. Whoever wrote the script, I'm not going to say she wrote the script. That's not fair to her. She she read the script, though. She saw that word. I guarantee she was like a little, a little kid at the candy store. Like, oh, oh, yeah, I get to say it. Nigga, take a lap. That's what she said. This nigga, take a lap. Nigga, take a lap. That's exactly how she said it. Mm. And I'm just like, you don't have no self-awareness already? Like, we already don't think you're rooting for us. Un- and... You know, and that's why, so I want to ask you this, because as a black woman, when she does stuff like that, and how she, and because she is an Afro-Latina, but she doesn't really claim that, she hasn't, how does that make you feel when a woman like that, who clearly dismisses her blackness, says an N-word, do a bullshit apology, but then her other actions, when she tries to, you know, speak on black women or plead for them, her, her actions aren't doesn't support that. How does that make you feel? Because I can't speak on that. Um, to me, um, that's an interesting question. Honestly, I feel like it's not fair. Um, I feel like if you aren't claiming your blackness at all times, you're only claiming it when you want to say the N-word, I don't think it's fair. Obviously, it's not okay. Um, I don't like when people pick and choose when they want to be black. I don't like when people pick and choose when they want to use our culture. I just feel like that's just not okay. So for her to be saying stuff like that and for her to not actually feel bad about it and just like you were saying, like this isn't something new. She's been this type of person. Um, And the fact that she hasn't uh, faced any repercussions from her actions just is messed up. Because this woman has a history of speaking on black media and because... Before I get there, let let, let me frame it this way. Black people are, there are 14%, um, around 14 to 15%, maybe a little bit higher, of black people in this country. On television that are represented, it's close to 14 to 15% of black people represented on TV. That's on TV nationally, continuously. So it almost matches the population if if you don't count in the mass numbers. But a lot of the times how we are viewed as black people are either we are highly successful as doctors, lawyers, CEOs, entrepreneurs, any, think of any title that's prestigious in America that that fixes the American dream, or a drug dealer, a straight bum, a homeless fool, an uneducated fool, someone who can't barely speak proper English, how we're portrayed as. We are seen as two extremes. So over the past three to five years, it has been this positive movement of we are being represented in a broad scope. We're not just successful successful or just straight up broke, rich, elite, or just poor. We're, we're now spread up across the board because that's how people are in general. We're not one thing or the other. We're across the board, especially as black people. We've been, if, if, if I'm going to keep up with this point, we are not just... Just one thing or another. We're everything in between. But she always comes in, and I don't, I don't know if this is intentional, but it happens so much where I think it is, where she just comes in and said, yeah, this is all good for the positivity and inclusion and blah, 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 blah. But where are the Latino people at? Mm-hmm. And I get that, you know, because Latino people are actually, and, and Latin people are actually represented less in films and less in, in television to like around four to six percent, and they are the fastest growing population in the nation. So I I get where she's coming from, 
But why do you continuously have to rain down on the parade of black art to do that? I know we all have heard of the saying, you know, I mean, not the saying, but we all have an ideal that if you see a problem, you, you, don't, you don't have to shit on one thing to up another. You don't fix, you don't create change like that. You just create controversy, backlash. What has all this woman has suffered through? Not even suffering, gone for herself. Controversy, backlash. If you ha if there is a genuine point of that Latino people need to be represented more in the media, in media, but why do you have to say doing a Black Panther, when you're being interviewed about Black Panther, or ask a question about Black Panther? Why do you have to say when there's another Black woman there who's actually... Who who's been who was a part of that film and who's part of this movement? You have to say, well, yeah, that's great for our conclusion, are, but what are Latino people at? It was not made for that group. That's a like, is that what Black Panther was made for us? You don't have to rain on that parade. You don't have to say, oh, yeah, black black women, um, they should be paid more, but also like like what about the Latino people though? Like you right, but like you don't have to keep raining on one, your actress mates and your co-workers to make that point. Because minority women in general are not paid well. Not even in films, in general in this country. So, like, you you try to stand up for human for a right that is, is a good fight, but you're doing it in all the wrong way. And now how can we even expect you to take anything seriously when you say the N-word and your apology is, I really love the song, and I'm deeply apologized and saddened that I said that. I was disgusted with my... Shut the fuck up. You supposed to take that shit seriously? <laughs> really? It's like, that's my piece on it. And there's a lot of people who say, who try to bring up Drake. First off, I don't even know why they try to bring up Drake, because Drake dad is black, okay? Like, well, why does, what does Drake has to do with this? People try to bring up Cardi B. Cardi B... And I, we talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. Cardi B, when she and I, I and I already talked about it in this podcast how I disagree with it, but it was more so for content on her Instagram page when she was saying the things she said about black women. And I've already tore that down. But it was for it was not for a reaction. It was for content to make people laugh. And especially during that early portion of social media, IG and Twitter was a wild place back in 2011 and 12. I mean. There's a there's a picture of um, JF Kennedy getting shot, and you see Jackie pick it, trying to pick up her husband's brain, and the nigga caption why he why she worry about about his head blown off when she got all that ass in the back. Like, oh my on. god! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like social media was a really wild place at that time. That's crazy. And so, like, I try to I, I try to put myself in that in in where how society viewed social media at that time where all this stuff was posted. And that still doesn't make it right, but I think we have to understand that it was somewhat, it was viewed as somewhat acceptable and very, very dark humor at the time on social media. That's what it was prevalent. That was pervasive everywhere. But with Gina, she's saying this on purpose. She wants a reaction. She's openly and not, she's not trying to make you guys laugh or just trying to make you guys feel good about yourself. She's openly saying this to piss y'all off, openly. One person did it as a joke. Another person's doing it because she's fucking racist. Or if she's not racist, she's highly prejudiced and, and holds very, very um, ignorant views on, on my black people. So, again, like that's all I have to say on that. I hope I'll never have to talk about this shorty again. I really, I really don't. I don't like her. 
<laughs> I really do not like her. Um, yeah. So after, so let's get to something. Actually, let's get to something really, really positive. Summer Walker album. Do you have Do you have that record up? Summer Walker released her album on October fourth. Oh, what? it was the fourth. Yes. Oh, yeah, we did a record last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Um, it started at number two on the Billboard 200 chart. It was number two? Yes. How mu- What? Who was number one that week? Um. What? It was number two? Holy shit. Yes. That is shocking to me. She um broke the streaming record set by Beyonce, Lemonade, as well. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. That is. I didn't know it was that successful on the charts. Man, uh, I love this song. Me too. Because it's it's different from the rest. Mm-hmm. It really is. I, lo- I love the melody she chose to sing in and the pitch she chose because it gave it it gave it a lot of personality. And then Usher, God. Man. <laughs> Usher hasn't dropped. Ever being honest, Usher hasn't done anything good for, for a minute now. Okay, I used to owe Usher. I love O Usher. Look, Nick, Usher dropped an album the same day as Quavo and nobody cared. <laughs> and the reason why nobody cared is because Quavo dropped the worst album of 2018. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> like that song, that I, I, we talked about this on the podcast, but he did a song with Future and the song was better with Future. When Future was doing the very same part he did, it sounded much better. That's all we need to hear. All we need to know. Like, this album's not it. He tried to make grown folk R&B trap music. Not grown folk. No, he tried, oh, he, he was trying to take our, our grandmas to church with that shit, all right, to <laughs> dance to the strip club. So, but what he did on this track, it was phenomenal. That's yeah. the Usher I know. Um, So, Come Through, that was the song I was just playing with stream 154.7 million times in the week. That Island song alone? Yes. Oh, that's the hit of the record. Yes. I'm, I'm not surprised. I also like Potential. I also do like Potential. I mean, I think the whole album is just really good. Yeah, I like the whole flow of the album. I like the vibe of it. Um, what else do I like? I do like um, I Kill You with Janae Aiko. Uh, that song is real interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder who she rapping about. Okay. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe her ex. I forgot. Boy Dot Genius, I think his name is. Mm. Yeah. Probably Big Sean. No, I mean she do she do she do hate that nigga. She almost married though. Like that should have called me was clearly about that nigga. And that last word she's like, you know, I ain't gonna pay you shit. She really do hate that nigga. We gotta be honest. <laughs> so like that out, but like so yeah. So I love that. Album. I think this is one of the best, maybe the best R and B album to come out this year. Maybe really. I, I I have to check. I have to remember what came out this year because a lot of albums are starting to come out now. It was very slow in the first half of 20, 2019, but we about to end in a bang. And this album, this album holds a lot of weight. Like, yeah. I see it as, and I don't like saying this because it's going to it's gonna minimize the impact of the um, of that album. It's like this year's 2019's Control. Because mm. it's very similar themes, but it's done differently in Summer Walker style. Yeah. And one question I've always had about Summer Walker is, can she entertain me for a full-length project and not just a lot of short EPs? 
Because especially a lot of her songs are already short, if we're being honest. On her EPs, they're kind of relatively short, like no more than three minutes sometimes. So on this album, she gave us 18 fucking songs. Yeah, she did. Which I think is too much, but I was never bored at all. Like, yeah. I would say every song, the worst song is, is, is pretty decent. Like it's not, it's not something I would quickly skip past. I think, and that it showed me that she not only she has the talent to carry a whole full length project on herself. We got to start taking her seriously as one of the hardest hip hop act. I mean, R and B acts out right now. Yeah, it's crazy because I well for me, um, her popular song "Girls Need Love" uh, is what really introduced me to her. But when she released this whole album, it just showed me that she has a lot more talent than I thought. And, yeah, even, like, the worst song, to me, in my opinion, I think the song I didn't like was Fun Girl. I didn't really care for that. Um, but it wasn't even, like, it was terrible. It just wasn't my favorite out of the album. Yeah. And I I would, you know, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I don't really know what's my worst, my least favorite song on here. Because, I, like I say, even, I didn't really, like, I won't say I, I like Fun girl, but I ain't gonna say it was terrible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not terrible, but I didn't care for it as much as I did for like the other songs. But I didn't really. And plus, I also got to say this because playing games, I believe, had Bryce and Tilla on that on that on that one. Yeah, he's doing everybody's song but his own. All right, I'm, t- <laughs> I'm tired of this nigga. He's doing. He was on the Wale project. He was on the Tory Lanez album last year. He did a song with um Jack Harlow. This nigga's doing everybody album but his own. Where your album at, nigga? Man, you too damn happy. I like Rex Taylor too. I would like a song from him. He dropped one single and just dip after this year. What the fuck? Where you at, my nigga? So I mean, but besides that, I think this is a really good album. I really do. I did. I enjoyed it a lot. Very smooth listen, and also. <sighs> It gives y'all, it gives us an insight on how y'all think. Just like control. It really do. I saw some people say that. It, look, bro, like, you learn, you learn a lot of shit listening to, to music like this. Because we, we, I know why y'all make a lot of bad choices now, man. <laughs> like, I really why? Do. Explain. <laughs> I really do. Like, Matt, if y'all can, the shit that she was saying and the shit I've seen and what I've experienced, if you know, if, if, if a nigga know how to sell Cause I would say all us niggas sell the sell the same thing. What we're trying to tell, oh, we can make your life better. You know, I just want you. I just want to elevate you any way I can. I want to love and appreciate you. I want to satisfy. We all are saying that. All men saying that. Of course, we all. We all, all. We all selling all. that. That's what we all selling, right? That's what you all selling. Of course. What, what else would we sell? What else would we sell? I fuck hoes. Fuck these bitches. Get money. I mean, she talked about it on that album, too. So, like... I'm just saying, all men don't be but, like, oh, I want to love you, and I want to appreciate you, and take on, you out, come on blah, 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 blah. That's okay. not it. Okay, so so has has every any guy that's trying to try to be with you has not pulled that card out? What, like, I love you? Right? No, not I love you, but the, I'm, the, I'm... Look, I'm just trying to satisfy you. I just want to appreciate... I mean, ain't no dude going to be like, look, all I'm trying to do is do this. Like, I don't want nothing to do with you. You know, niggas like to play games. But the but thing is... This, this, what I was getting to is we all sell the same shit. But you're lying. No, I mean we not. Most okay, of, make your point. Make most point. of us ain't lying. Don't do that to us now. Come on now. <laughs> but like we selling the same shit. But yeah, there's a way we gotta package it to get to y'all. Because we just we just can't say it bluntly like that. Because y'all gonna because you gonna do exactly what you what you think what you just said. Oh, you just lying. You know it's not what you want. <laughs> we gotta package it a certain way. And music like this. 
it sh- it shows how we gotta package it. So how you gotta package it? Damn, you put me on the spot. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't write it down yet. Come on. Damn. Okay. Hold on. Wait. What you got? Well, I got. See, so you put me on the spot. Can we do this next week, please? No, no. You Come put me on the spot. Look, now look, you on the spot. Look, we can do this next week though, for real, because the Wale album. No, you should have your stuff. You should have your game together right now. See, the thing is, I ain't got no game, so you put me right on the spot. <laughs> so, like, we could do this next week though, right? Because the Wale album, while that's crazy, it touches on another aspect of relationship. Okay, okay. And we can just make that relationship out because it's cuffing season. Preseason started. I'm dead. Niggas already sliding in DMs. Women's already posting I'm lonely shit or mood on Snapchat. Man. I mean, I mean, I know you already. It's, it started coming as soon as homecoming. Bro, it's so around. irritating. Like, I never knew girls so needy. I never I never knew motherfuckers. You, know, you don't understand how desperate people are to get on a college campus during the holidays. Okay, so niggas, when it start getting cold outside, don't nobody want to go out no more. Niggas, niggas be, cuddle. God, niggas be desperate, bro. Like, are you are do you really like her or are you just horny? Like I just gotta ask yourself, my niggas. Do you really like her or are you just horny? Like like and be once you ask yourself that question, you get that post nut clarity. Do, do, do what you gotta do. Okay. But after that, like, come on now. Like, I'm tired of seeing niggas post <clears throat> not even niggas. I'm tired of a of, of women posting like their DMs or their stories of niggas sending 15 hard eyes. On all they shit. Yeah, that I don't like that either. Even like as a female, I don't like that either. I think it's weird. I think it's lame. Like Oh, it's lame. Oh, it's lame. But like, why? My nigga, why are you sending 15? First off. <laughs> it be, really be, be It'd be the same nigga sending 15 hard eyes on like a post uh, like post on every Instagram comment. And in the DMs. They just trying every... to get who they can get. Like, bro, like, like it's sad. And then why are you posting it? Like, that nigga trying to show you appreciation, bro. Do you th- don't you think there's a woman out here in Central Michigan right now who would love a nigga just sent her one hard eye? True. Like, like, come on. and uh, I mean, it's just sad. it's a really it's a really sad game we in right now, bro. Like, cu- look, bro, cuffing season is about if you want her, if you want him or her, go ahead, just holler, bro. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is sliding those DMs with a with a gif, all right, a gif or a gif. I don't know how to pronounce the shit. Just use a nice gif. They always reply. That's 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 the that's the only thing I'm gonna give y'all today. I see. I ain't give y'all no more. <laughs> I give y'all no more game. But yeah, so like with Summer Walker album, you know, with the themes, I, I didn't want to ask you this. Which album would you prefer more? Over over it or control? Um because the albums are similar in themes. They're willing to be the side chick for a nigga they want, talking about here, bitch, come get your man. They out they they out here living their best life. They over here fucking with a nigga who clearly don't give a fuck about them, but they still with him because he got some good mm-mm. Like, so, like, and all that in between. I'm looking, okay, I'm looking at Control Album. AKA, that's one way, that's one way they get y'all, that's how y'all make bad decisions. Look, go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> she um, got no comment for that. I don't know if SZA had a decent, like, most of her songs is pretty good on here, too. Drew Barrymore. Oh, my God. It's a great fucking record. Um, Love Galore. Great fucking record. That album slap broken clocks. Like, like, come on, like that album's amazing. I like all of them. Go Gina, Doves in the Wind. Oh, I love Go Gina. That's my favorite record on the song. Go Gina, Go Gina. Yeah, now I'm... fuck Gina Rodriguez though. But keep, but go ahead, keep pushing. LOL. <laughs> I'm gonna, mm, I'm say control for right now. Yeah. Just because. Um, over it is still pretty new. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still getting used to it. And while I do have favorite songs, I don't have as many favorites as Control, but that's just right now. It might change. All right, I, I, I agree with that. I just, because 
it, it was stru- it struck me how similar the albums are are constructed mm-hmm. vibe with just the overall um, mood of the album, the, um, the song topics, even some even the lyrics. They're not exact at all. They're always touching on they're touching on very similar um, projects, um, topics. I would say control. Um, how would I put this? I would say Scissor was Scissor Scissor offered a bit more variety in that album where it wasn't just um her it wasn't just her going over like these kind of R&B trap songs or very melancholy um instrumentals it was there was there was a lot of up up um beat songs on that too and, and songs that show positivity mm-hmm. and empowerment as a woman and not saying Summer Walker didn't cuz there are but a lot of the song does keep that same mood of just like it feels like indecision and and this brewing confidence of her being a woman. And the songs do reflect that, but it's not there's not a lot there's not a lot of bounce on this album, I would say. Where like you can play in a club. Like there's a couple of songs on control you can play in the club and you like, I like this. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, besides come through, I don't think there's yeah. any other song you can play. Yeah, or even or, or even a drive, I even put it in the club. When you with your girls and y'all pre-gaming and y'all getting ready to go out. Yeah, I will only play Come Through. Yeah. So, like, and, and, and that's, what, that's what I'm trying to think of. Like, with Control, there's a lot of songs you can do that mm-hmm. with. And even for, and it, it covers a whole bunch of moods and just feelings I where agree. Control, over it, it kind of sticks to one subject. And I think that hurts it a little bit, but she does execute it really well. Mm-hmm. So, that's one thing. So, now, I mean, that's a great album. It's great music, but, man... Man, oh man, man! man. <laughs> I have to get to this first. Of all, what is your opinion on Logic? And also, can you pull up "Twisted" by French Montana and Logic and skip to Logic verse? What is your opinion on Logic? Last the time you had me listen to Logic, I don't think I liked it. I, I had really you like listen him. to Logic. Yeah, you let me. You had me listen to his last two albums, I believe. Young Sinatra four, mm-hmm. whatever the last ones were, the last two recent ones. No, see, I ain't let I, I ain't let you listen to Confessions of a Murderer because I was trash. You, I remember that the one before that. Okay, it was, it was Barbie Tarant. I mean, I don't think I remember it was Barbie Tarantino too. I don't think I let you hear. I think it was. I think I let you hear Tits. Um, whatever the, it was, I ain't like it. That's all I remember. You like none of that. I remember. I, know, I, I did remember. You thought one was pretty decent. Okay, sure. <laughs> You sure? I don't remember that one. <laughs> Either way. So what I was your... Yeah, that was one of them. I know I let you listen to that one. And Barbie Tarantino. I don't think I listened to that, but... Was it Everybody? I don't think it was Everybody. Supermarket. Supermarket. I think it was Supermarket. It was Supermarket. Yeah. And I didn't really care for it. I mean, you said it was these. I remember that. <laughs> I just want y'all to listen to this. Shut your fucking mouth. 
first off, I didn't even know French Montana dropped an album. That's how much I don't care about French Montana. He dropped an album called Montana, and you can and obviously I don't care for this project. But then, have we first off to answer the question? How did how do you, what's your opinion on Logic? I don't really care for him. I don't really listen to him. Um, I think I said before. I don't really like him as a rapper um, or like the things he rapper out is not interesting to me. So, yeah. So now what would, now you heard you heard this verse. Mm-hmm. You heard it before. You just heard it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many Davey heads, one out of five, would you give this verse? Oh. Damn. How many? How Dave, many? So like, so like, you know how stars, I just use Davey heads instead. So like, <laughs> okay. One. <laughs> damn. What out of five? Shit. I, I think that's really, too high. Well, I didn't like the whole song. Like, the honestly, song's terrible. I didn't like the whole song. It doesn't really have any lyrics. It says the same thing over and over again. But Let's, specifically, logic part, bro, the peanut butter part took me out. Talking about, but then, like, you gonna follow it. She beautiful on the inside. It was just, it was funny, but it wasn't good to me. Okay, first off, I just like how ASAP Rocky is featured on here. He legit just said like two words, like twisted yeah. off the juice in the background. He's like that nigga in the group project who ain't do shit, but he just he just said like the front page, like this is our PowerPoint, and he says all the people with the names yeah, on. Yeah, I was and listening to the song, like I saw his name featured on, and I'm listening to it, and then I finish the song. I'm like, did I even hear his voice? I had to replay it. He's in the background just saying twisted, twisted on. What what, what the fuck they said? Twisted on, twisted off the juice, twisted, twisted. That's all you hear him say. It's just like, damn, that's a feature now that's crazy yeah but if you didn't if you did not like if you did not hear any of those friend, r- 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 incredible bars that bobby tarantino gave us i have them for you here she said she ain't never done no shit like this before i said i know you ain't a hoe but girl just let it go i'm finna flow i'm finna catch a flow like whoa again three bars three lines in three lines in what the fuck is this nigga saying <laughs> Man. Who asked for Logic to be on a fucking twerk strip club anthem? Yeah, and then, yeah, the whole song, <laughs> like, I could see what they were trying to do. They were trying to have a little twerk song, but it wasn't it. And then Logic, like, that just didn't. Get your ass on the pole, let your worries go. She said, I know I ain't a hoe, I'm trying to get this money. You know how it go for show. I can tell he never talked to a stripper a day in his life. I'm dead. A day in his life, my nigga. He 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 rapping like a nigga who just saw who's who watched um I'm trying to think of a Padom, a movie that's predominantly in a strip club. You remember, you remember, you remember the opening scene of Belly? He <laughs> Literally, like he's like he saw the opening scene of Belly, and like that's how I'm a rap, that's what I'm a rap about. That's how a strip club look like. I was like, what the hell is this? You know, bust a nut, then I roll. Bitches call me Bobby Tarantino. You, you we know that I'm gonna get the C note, then I relocate. Don't even rhyme. You don't. Don't even rhyme. And then what do you say? <laughs> fuck her, fuck her, then I bounce. Hell nah, I can't do no date. One one eight hundred, then I kill the pussy. Who can relate? Got bitches in all state like the fake Denzel. Word to Yeezy, my shit breezy. It's too easy. This money please me. These fake rappers don't appease me. That was, that was okay. No, it's not. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, a little rhyming thing going on right there. The, oh, we gonna give him credit for doing the most basic shit any rapper can do now? Yep. That, first off, my problem with Logic is that he's so corny. Mm. And his verse just proves it. Like, you don't even... like. <clears throat> there's somebody on his team should tell him, this is not you. You don't know shit about this lifestyle. You are, you are a man who loves getting married. 
and engage. He is engaged right now again after dumping his wife. I mean, after him and his wife broke off last year. He mm-hmm. had no time to go to a strip club, my nigga. You are not a strip club artist. 1 800 and I. How, how you go from a song you talked about where um, surviving, um, not sorry, discussing suicide to, yeah, then I killed the pussy. You're talking about people killing themselves to killing pussy. What is wrong with you? That's not even a bar. Then got bitches in all states like the fake Denzel. Just as you look like the type he got bitches. No. No, no, no. Not like Denzel. He's like the worst dressed rapper in the world. I'm, I'm dead. Like, I have not seen him dress. Oh, no. He's, he's fucking, this man, this man dressed like he's 2002, bro. Like, mm. like, Nothing fits on him. Okay. Bad. Um, word, and that's when the shit, word to Yeezy, my shit. First off, why are you shouting out, why are you shouting out Kanye like that? Word to Yeezy, my shit. What do you, what Kanye got to do with this? Word to Yeezy, my shit breezy. It's too easy. This money please me. These fake rappers don't appease me. That's a terrible rhyme scheme. Fucking terrible. He was just trying to come up with something, man. That's literally, that's not, that's like rap, that's like rapping one-on-one right there. <laughs> Like you, you, you know, you know the saying "real lies, real lies, real lies." Mm-hmm. That's that shit right here. <laughs> same boat, basically. Same, same boat. Just, just rapper or like, oh, this used to be like middle school shit where like niggas used to say, "My presence is my presence, so enjoy it." Like nigga, shut up, shut up. Whoa. <laughs> like same boat, same boat right here. Very elementary shit. Then he called out. Then he's talking about French talk. If you if we ain't talking money, talk to French. The French Montana probably heard his verse. Like, don't want this shit no more. Like, come on. Like, like, and that's when he ends it with, God damn, I'm the man. Do it because I can. That's like, and he said that shit like he just dropped the mic and just got a standing ovation. This shit is horrible. This is probably yeah. the worst verse of 2019. And arguably, we can say right now, because his last album, Confessions of a Murderer, was trash. Like, trash. It was bad. Like, bad. <laughs> Like it's, it was Quavo bad, like it's it's that bad. I can't Jeez. I can't stress enough how bad it is. I, I believe you. I should make you listen to it, and I'm not. <laughs> so like, and you do this. He's gotten worse every year. Damn. That's just that's just incredible to me. He's gotten worse every year. He's dropped an album. Every project has gotten worse. He went from Under Pressure, which is probably his best album. To tits, I forgot the actual acronym for it. The the incredible true story, which I won't say it's a bad album because it's not. If let's say under pressure is a is a nine, tits is like a eight point five, eight point three ish. Then just everybody went down here. It was like a five. I hated that album. Then Barb, the first Barbantino, Barbie Tarantino a seven. Second one a six. So, um, the second Barbie Tarantino a six. Um. Young Sinatra five, maybe a six, a five point a five point five. If I'm being honest, if I'm being generous, um, Supermarket, another average album like a five ish. Um, then Confessions of a Murderer, a three, maybe even a two. Like this nigga keep getting worse. Like at this point, I'd rather listen to Playboy Cardi than Logic. I'd rather listen to Juice World. I'd rather listen to Kodak Black. I'd rather listen mm-hmm. to JT, my nigga. JT. I'd rather hear young young Miami say, this pussy is an aquarium shit than, than fucking logic. <laughs> my best shit, I say it wrong. This pussy is a secarium. Yeah. I'd rather listen to that shit for 24 hours on loop than any Not logic verse at this point. On loop, my I'll go to sleep to that shit for that, that one. I'd rather hear um a Twitter user make or anybody who knows how to do this. You know that when when Kylie Jenner went to her um, stormy room and said "Rise and Shine," I'd rather have a nigga somebody loop that shit on a beat 
who I can listen to for 10 years straight more than any Logic, any Logic album wow. this year. It's very Dead extensive. I might, I might take that back. <laughs> I thought about like, ten years a long time. Yeah, ten years a long time. Let, let, let me let me say let me say two days. All right, two days. <laughs> For two days, I rather that's all I got. Listen, I can't listen to none of my favorite artists. You tell me, I got to listen to Logic, new album, or Kyler Jenner saying that shit repeat for two days. I'm doing I'm doing Kyler Jenner all day. Cause that shit gonna rise and shine, <laughs> rise. I can I'm black. I can add some soul to that motherfucker. Oh Lord! Are we really like? Are you honest? Honest to God, are you want to check out Logic after this verse? Anything he drops after this? No, I never checked him out before. Even when you haven't listened to his music before, I really wasn't a big fan of him. Look, and I get that because he's a corny ass rapper. I, I I do I do get that. I hold him up to the weight when I first heard him because mm-hmm. he was actually good. Like he had good records. He had good he had good lines. The thing is, he I don't know how. He's the Marcus Mariota of rappers, all right? He is the Mitch Trubisky of rappers, my nigga. Like, he is so stiff on the mic and so robotic, and he does, he literally says the same shit all the time. But he's bad at it. That's the only, that, that what separates Tom Brady from, from Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky's actually bad at it when he does the same shit every time. This is, that, he's the Mitch Trubisky of rap. That's, let's just put it like that. Interesting. He's really bad right now. He need he need, he need to take a lap. He need to, he need to, and plus I don't get as right. You're supposed to get better when you write more and more. How is he getting worse? Maybe he lost it. I mean, he never he had, had it. You say he was decent when he first came out. I mean, you're right. you. I mean, at this point, I'm like, I don't even know this nigga no more, bro. I really don't know this nigga no more. It's it's really it's really bad how bad he's gotten. Like I would say, Ski Mask, Ski Mask or some god is 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 better than him right now, way better. Mm. It's just, it's, it's really sad. Like, and I really, I really need to question French Montana because what made him think, damn, this is a song about shaking ass, um, fucking bitches. Let me get logic on this motherfucker. That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, why would you choose him? Like. <laughs> You're already not that popular. You ain't going to choose somebody like that for this type of song. It just doesn't make no sense. It's, it's, look, man, Logic, please get it back, bro. I, Joe Budden said you're, like, one of the worst rappers to ever touch the mic. I don't think so, bro. I heard 50 Tyson. So, like, we, I'm not, I'm not going to do you like that. But come on, man. Like, this is not good right here. I hope this was just a really bad game. Like, it was like, there was your Russell Westbrook 8 for 32 with 18 points, but you shot like 23%, 0 from 3 from the three point line. You missing free. I just hope that was one of, the, one of those games, my niggas. Because please, if you're going to drop shit like this now on top of your last album, I got no reason to check for you at all, my niggas. I'm more excited about the Playboy Cardi album about to drop tonight than this shit. But that's my word on it. Do you have any last words for the people that we have missed last week? I missed y'all so much. I hope y'all stay warm with this cold weather coming around. Oh, yeah. Damn. Bro, I, mean, I got to buy me a new jacket. Fuck. <laughs> 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 but uh, <clears throat> I do have one one thing to talk about. If you're, looking for a seat, if you're looking for a party here at Central Michigan University, there's actually a party that's going to be happening on Encore next week on the 20, damn, I can't read it. 25th, the 25th on Friday from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And look, we've been complaining about the how school life is 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 bad on here because on this campus because it is. Um, we've been, we've, I know this is like midterm week. 
the past two weeks have been midterm week. Be stressing. So people, our our, produ- our our audio producer has put on an event for y'all to actually come out and enjoy yourselves. $10 pre-sale tickets. Y'all going to have a ton of fun at Encore. There's going to be bar service bar service there. Just come out and have fun. I might I might actually pop out for the you first should. time. You should. I was just about to look, say, you should come out. Look, man, if they don't, if, if I don't have anything to shoot <laughs> and record, <laughs> I will pop out. Because last week was like the worst week. I had so much shit to get done. That's why I couldn't even do it. I'm like, I hope they don't do that to me again. I really hope so. And just dump it on me like the last week. Like they jump, they dumped that project on me a week before it was due. They didn't even give me no. They just like, hey, this needs to get done, and just and I didn't get the information for it to like that Tuesday of last week about who I was shooting and how to contact them. I didn't get this, and I had three days to shoot it. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that never happens again. Hopefully, you know, we hear. At CM Life, we get more organized towards stuff like that. But that's all. That's all. You know. But we're going to go off on that note. I hope you guys had a wonderful week. I know it's hard. Keep pushing. Keep fighting. We're going to get through this semester and get through this year. Because we had the stretch run of 2019 and a whole new decades ahead of us. And trust me, we're going to catch all our blessings there. But any last words for the people? One more. I hope y'all have a good week. Good week. Have a good week. Have a good weekend. Have fun and be safe. Bell Junan, y'all all hate fluent Creole speakers right now, so I truly hope you have a good time.